We'll get to the Milestone 200th episode in just a moment, but first I wanted to tell you a little bit about Believe You Can... 2022, presented by Dancing Dots. Believe You Can is the talent show hosted by the Keystone Chapter of the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania. Tickets are on sale now for the October 15th event. Go to believeyoucan.live slash tickets to make your purchase. Tickets are $10 for an individual ticket or $25 for a watch party ticket. Again, that's believeyoucan.live slash tickets. If you're busy that night, why not just make a donation? You can also do that on believeyoucan.live slash tickets. Thank you so much for your support. I really do appreciate it. From Studio B in Swarthmore, this is the I Can't See You podcast with David. It's like blind people for dummies. Hello there, and welcome to episode 200 of I Can't See You. My name is David, at David Benj on all the socials. I really do appreciate you listening to this episode this special episode of I Can't See You. And whether this is your first time listening or you've been along since the beginning, I really do appreciate your support throughout the almost four years of doing this podcast. So thank you. Have a few things to talk about and we'll get into some milestones and some stats and things like that a little bit later on. But since it's football season, we're going to start off with a fantasy football update. For the weekend, I went one up and one down. I destroyed Nikki Pools in the all-blind league. That was never in doubt after probably about 5 o'clock Sunday afternoon. On the other side, though, it was very tight, and I ended up losing on after Sunday night football, and then Monday night football put an exclamation on my loss over in the Frenemies League. The person I played over there had the San Francisco defense, and it was close up until that game. Uh, but I did go down. I am 2-2 two and two in that, and I am fifth overall. I am still second in the all-blind division in that league, however, and I am still second overall in the all-blind football league. And I am I actually lost some ground because the guy who was in first place, we are the only two undefeated teams in that league, the guy who was in first place... He had the San Francisco defense, too, and so <laughs> I thought I was going to pick up some points ground on him, but I am around 20 or 25 points behind him over there. So a couple other things I wanted to touch on before we get into all the good stuff from I Can't See You. I told you in a few previous episodes that Liz got a job offer from the IRS, which is true, but the way it works with the IRS, and I'm guessing some other governmental agencies, there is a preliminary job offer and then there is a firm job offer once you complete all the background checks and fingerprinting and all that stuff. Liz got her firm offer this week and rejected it. When she went through the whole process, went to the job fair at the IRS building when I was working at the Blind Bodega, no one ever said to her that the hours that she would be working were from 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. Liz goes to sleep around 9, 9 at night. So if they would pay her to sleep from 9 to 1, she'd be okay with that. But I'm sure that's not what they wanted. So she rejected it. So she is looking. So if you are an employer or you know of a job that's available that has some decent benefits, we're looking especially, obviously, for the health 
care benefit, please reach out to me, The Normal Spaces, 646-926-6350, I Can't See You Podcast at gmail.com, or on the socials at David Benj. I'm not sure what she's going to find, but uh, she's really looking for something, obviously, during the day when she's awake. And she's okay starting early. She gets up at five, so she's okay starting early. Uh, In fact, she was looking forward to, uh, once she got things going at the IRS, she was looking forward. There's one guy that used to come into the blind bodega. He started his day at seven, and Liz would be okay starting at seven and getting home and leaving work that much earlier in the afternoon. So again, reach out if you've got something. Uh, I would appreciate that. And just because you're not in the Philadelphia area, don't think uh, they won't take that because it's in some other place. If it's up north, maybe not, unless it's in or around New York City. But otherwise, send it over because I'd be interested in, and I'm sure she would be as well. One thing she does not want to do... (laughs) is teach. So if it's a teaching gig, all the things that on Indeed, all the places that have reached out to her have been schools that are looking to fill positions. And that's just not what she wants to do. So if it's a teaching gig, she's not interested. I'll tell you right now, unless it's for some sort of crazy amount. I don't even think she would do it for a crazy amount of money, to be honest. Please reach out if you have something for her. We are okay to relocate. I'll touch on this more in next week's episode, but One of my issues, and it's rearing its head while I'm doing all the Believe You Can stuff, is my time management skills. And it's not always my fault. I mean, it it is always my fault because I'm the one that says yes or no to do certain things when other people ask me. But I have just had such poor time management skills. It reminds me of Andy Reid when he was coach of the Eagles. They couldn't manage the clock when he was the Eagles coach. And yeah, they did go to four NFC championships and one Super Bowl when he was the coach of the Eagles. And I don't know how his his time management skills are in Kansas City, but that's how I feel how bad my time management skills are. I just can't get stuff done when I want to. I get dragged in other directions by outside circumstances, whether it's Liz having some things going on where I need to do some things either with Ziggy or some other things around the house or it's other Keystone chapter stuff or it's other stuff, just other stuff. I just get dragged and I have so much stuff to do. And again, I'll touch on it more next week. But that is why I'm re-recording this episode on Sunday morning after I recorded it on Friday. I just wasn't happy with it on Friday. I wasn't happy with my energy level. I wasn't happy with the pauses. It would have taken me probably five or six hours to edit because I took so many gaps. And this isn't a time management issue. It was a, what do I say next? And then I had to go back and refer to my notes, my outline, and then come back and then say what I wanted to say. Hopefully this episode is better. I'm hoping the audio quality is good, but we'll see. I want to thank Frank. Frank had sent over a couple of articles this week and they were both very interesting. And (laughs) to be honest, they were both serious, but both of them made me laugh. And I don't know if it's because I'm like Dr. Hibbard. I don't know. The first one may end up 
helping me at some point in the future when I need another cornea transplant. I've had two cornea transplants. They last somewhere 10, 15, 16 years, somewhere in that range. Mine lasted, uh, my first one lasted uh, about 14 years, a little short of 14 years. And and if you remember, that one was pretty old when I got it. That was a 69-year-old woman's cornea that I got. And so okay, it made it into its 80s. The one that I have now is from a 61-year-old man. Again, expecting 10 or 15 years out of it. What's going to happen when I need a new one? Well, Frank sent this article over that they have developed a way of using pigskin. And as again, as soon as I think of pigskin, of course, I think of football. They have a way of taking pigskin and making it doing some things to it with some proteins and this and that and the other, mixing it up and boom, you have a cornea. They're very inexpensive to create. They last a lot longer than a human cornea once it's removed. Uh, obviously, if you've got a human cornea on you, that's going to last as long as you live. And most of the times when you expire, so does it, unless you're a tissue donor. So I believe the, uh, and I'm referring from memory, I believe the shelf life of a human cornea once it's removed is roughly a couple of weeks. And the shelf life for one of these pigskin-created corneas is a couple of months. So it will be, it's more inexpensive. It'll help out in third world and impoverished countries where it's needed probably more than in the U.S. and other developed countries. So it'll be interesting to see how things go along. Now, one thing that I thought of, other than the pigskin and football uh, connection, was what happens when you have this new cornea and you're walking past, let's say, a breakfast buffet, and there's a big stack of bacon there? Does your mouth say yes and your eyes say no? Do you just go for it? What's the story? <laughs> I'd like to know what you think about that. And again, reach out the normal places. Again, a very serious issue, but the first thing that came to mind was first the football, second bacon. The other story Frank sent was about an eye issue that affects labs and goldens. Labs more so than goldens, but it was something that takes their vision fairly quickly once it is in the dog. And again, first thought I thought of besides, hey, we got to make sure Ziggy can see for as long as possible if he ever does get something like this. The second thing is, how do you test that? Do you sit him down a certain number of feet from an eye chart and see what he says? How does that work? How do you check a dog's vision? When I throw him the broccoli from across the yard and he doesn't go after it, do I know that there's something wrong? Well, there would definitely be something wrong if that's the case, because... <laughs> any kind of food. Broccoli's one of his favorites, bananas. I had him outside in the yard the other day, tossing him a banana at banana o'clock, which is 4 p.m. I threw one really high in the air to see what he would do. He watched it go up in the air. He watched it come down and hit the grass, and then he walked over and he ate it. <laughs> so how do you check that? I'm just curious. And maybe the next time Ziggy goes to the vet, maybe we'll ask. And I think the next time he goes to the vet is when we need some sort of emergency or uh, unscheduled visit because we've got nothing scheduled. As I mentioned in the intro, Believe You Can 2022 presented by Dancing Dots 
and hosted by the Keystone Chapter of the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania, is coming up on Saturday, October 15th. And tickets are on sale. They're $10, they're $25, depending if you want to buy an individual ticket or a watch party. And you can go to believeyoucan.live slash tickets. Now, it's been a lot of work, and that is one of the things that I just can't seem to get ahead of. I was going to try to make an actual background for Lisa and I and maybe Harriet too, instead of using the virtual background that we use on Zoom, because last year especially, the virtual background that I used, it just, with the headphones that I'll be wearing and last year's headphones, it just, the, the background looked horrible. You know how it comes comes and goes and gets pixelated around this your head and things like that. It's not from my hair because I don't have any hair, but it's from the headphones, uh, from the headset that I was wearing and that where the microphone was attached, it was just creating all sorts of issues. I didn't do it. I didn't get it done in time to have it printed in time. And there were a couple of things that I was going to try, uh, but I think we're past that. I think it's just going to have to be a virtual background. So I don't know what's going to go on. The other thing was I thought maybe I would get a green screen, but we were told yesterday Harriet wants us to wear our Keystone Chapter shirts, which I think I wore last year. I'm not 100%. I'd have to go back and look at the video. I think we wore them last year. Well, if I get a green screen, the Keystone Chapter shirt is exactly that color. So I don't know if I click that I'm using a green screen, if it's going to pull or put the background all over my body because I'm going to have the same color shirt as the green screen. So we'll have to see how that goes and uh, maybe I won't use a green screen. Maybe I won't use any kind of um, virtual background, and I will just print something up. Just go to FedEx office and print the largest thing they could print up quickly and somehow affix it behind me that will have dancing dots in, with their logo, and then the word presents, and then the Believe You Can 2022 logo, and then maybe the other sponsors below that. Now, the cool thing is we have a few sponsors, one of them being this podcast. As I mentioned over the summer, I was going to donate the money that I got in tips to the Keystone chapter. And I thought, what a cool way to do it if I did it for Believe You Can. And so we took a bronze sponsorship of Believe You Can, which is $100. So it's a little bit more than what I got in tips. I got $94 and change over the summer at the Blind Bodega. And I've talked enough about that to know that I didn't think it was right. And that's why I wanted to donate it. I feel that when you're getting paid to do a job and you're not a waiter or waitress who gets paid something less than what a minimum wage would be, you don't, you don't need to be tipped. Uh, I didn't think that was right. And uh, that's why I thought all along I would donate the money. So it went to sponsor Believe You Can 2022. So we actually have another bronze sponsor that we found out last week when we were actually recording an episode of Blind Abilities. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Jeff Thompson has donated and purchased a also a bronze sponsorship. So we have two bronze sponsors. We have the presenting sponsor, which is Dancing Dots. And then we have someone sponsoring our third place prize, 
which is Accessible Pharmacy. And they're at, at accessiblepharmacy.com. By the way, Blind Abilities is at blindabilities.com or wherever you get podcasts. And again, I'll link to the actual episode page on blindabilities.com in the show notes. I will also, of course, link to Accessible Pharmacy and you know where <laughs> I can't see you.com is. And I will link to that in the show notes because that will be where the show notes are. So Accessible Pharmacy does a lot of things to help blind folks with their meds, not just providing the medications themselves. They will put Braille labels on them or other types of labels. So again, check them out, accessiblepharmacy.com. They have also donated three talking thermometers. And again, if you're blind, how do you read a thermometer? Of course you can't. And I actually had one and, and I looked at these, so I may buy not one that we have gotten donated because those three are going for the bottom three finalists in Believe You Can. We're going to have six finalists. We have the folks do their little performance. After each performance, people vote. The top six move on to the final round, and then there's another round of voting where you can only vote for one of those six. So the top three vote-getters finish in the money, 150 for first, 100 for second, 50 for third. The bottom three of those will get these very cool talking thermometers. And I had a talking thermometer that I bought a few years ago when I was training to do NFB Newsline Outreach down at the NFB National Center in Baltimore. And, and honestly, I always thought it was cheap, and I also always thought it was kind of junky. Even the voice sounded bad, and just the way it said what the temperature was was a little weird. And the way it said it was, your temperature is 99.3 Fahrenheit degrees. You don't usually you say it degrees Fahrenheit. And if you're saying the 99, do you even need to say Fahrenheit? You could just say 99.3 degrees or whatever it is. So that finally died. And again, it wasn't, a, it wasn't great. I, I want to say I spent 10 or 15 bucks on it from the NFB Independence Market down there in Baltimore. Boy, I really haven't had some good luck with some of the stuff I bought from there. Between the scale, the talking scale, both the bathroom and food scales were not great either. So uh, I don't know if it's a an issue of there's just not a quality talking product out there to replace something like the food scale that I use currently in, in my kitchen, which is not a talking scale that when I have trouble seeing it, I use my phone to read it. The bottom three of the finalists will get those talking thermometers from Accessible Pharmacy. And again, AccessiblePharmacy.com, BlindAbilities.com, DancingDots.com. And we are so grateful and thankful for those folks for sponsoring the show. It has just made it a much bigger thing for us. And I'll let you know how it goes, because the event is coming up on the 15th of October, and I will be... Uh, pretty happy once that is over because it, there's just been a lot of stuff going on. And I said to Liz, I got something scheduled at this time on this day. And then 10 minutes later, I've got something scheduled on this other day and this other time. And she said, of course you do. <laughs> it's just been nonstop with the sound checks. And again, I love doing the sound checks because it gives us a chance to talk with the folks and kind of listen to them and hear what's made their music or whatever they're doing in their performance what's made that and how they got from the beginning to being on our show. And we've got some great talent coming up. A couple of folks who will be on who have albums out. 
Um, we had a girl the other night that was absolutely incredible, a 14-year-old girl from Philadelphia named Kyla. And I got to be honest with you, when she was talking beforehand, I'm thinking, oh, man, what's, what's going to what's this going to be? <laughs> and then when she started singing, I almost blurted out a couple of expletives. And I thought, boy, I'm glad I didn't do that because again, she's 14 years old. So that's coming up the 15th of October. Again, go to believeyoucan.live slash tickets to purchase tickets. I'll have that in the show notes, of course, and I appreciate any support. And there's also a donate button on that page. If you don't have time to go to the show that night and you want to donate a couple of bucks, we have the donate button there for folks who want to donate $100, but also for folks who want to donate $3. That's okay too. Anything you give is so much appreciated and, and we are so thankful for it. So again, thank you for any ticket purchases or donations there. All right, well, I've talked enough about all this other stuff and I'm sure everybody is dying to know about the first 199 episodes. What's been good? What's not been good? <laughs> I don't know. Some, of, some people would say it's all not been good. <laughs> but if you're here and you're listening, I've got a few things. And of course, I have Just Listen will be part of this segment. I thought it would be fun to go back and listen to the first words I said on this podcast. I hope I've gotten a little better since then. I also have some stats for you. This podcast has been downloaded in 78 countries around the world. Now, primarily, 86% for a fact have been downloaded in the United States. Makes sense, right? But there are a lot of other places that listen, obviously, if 78 countries have downloaded it. Now, I've heard China has a lot of people, but only one of them, one time, <laughs> downloaded an episode of I Can't See You. And I don't know what episode that was, but somebody from China one time, or somebody in China, I guess I should say, one time downloaded this podcast. There's a handful of countries where there's only been one download, a couple in South America and things like that. But the top five, after the United States, I was surprised to see this. Ireland was second, the United Kingdom was third. Spain was fourth. And I wonder if that'll increase if we end up moving there. <laughs> if we do move there, I'm starting another podcast that will be about that whole move. That will be completely separate, no matter where we move, if we move outside of the U.S. I will definitely have another show for that. Kind of like the uh, podcast that I've mentioned a couple of times called I'm Moving to Italy with Nathan, and I know I've mentioned it, that's where I got the idea to do the Just Listen segment, because he has something similar to that. He calls it Surrounding Sounds, but I thought it was a cool idea. I know the Just Listen segment this week is going to be a little bit different, but primarily it's going to be when I'm out and about or other things are going on in my life. And I happen to get some sound clips from it. To round out the top 10, Canada, Australia, Germany, Belgium, and the Philippines. Wherever you're listening, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I hope I give you reason to listen more, especially in China. There's nothing but growth there, right? And I know you're probably wondering, what's the most popular episode in the first 199? And it was one that I did and released on the 4th of April, 2019. It was called Celebrating 
my mom's 90th birthday. And again, I'll put these links in the show notes so you can go back and see, because I don't remember what episode number that one was. But that was the number one episode of all of the episodes that I've done, by far, by hundreds. And I don't know why. I don't know if folks at Maris Grove listened. I don't know why that one was so much more downloaded than anything else that I've done. There's a whole bunch that when I put the episode out, I kind of make the title a little clickbaity. Oh, I wonder what that is. And one of the other ones in the top 10 came out this year, and it was because of the title. It had something to do with the Mac OS. And I don't remember if it was called updating the Mac OS or having trouble updating Mac OS, whatever it was, it was the only one in the top 10 that was from this year. Funny enough, of the top 10, not one episode from 2021 was in there. So I don't know if they just weren't that good last year. I don't know what the story is. But in fact, in the top 40, there were only a couple of episodes that made it from 2021. And, and funny enough, one of them was when I put out an episode of White Canes Connect for Believe You Can. And I put it out because we weren't yet a podcast over there. We were just recording audio files. And I didn't want that to not have a chance to get some downloads from people who were interested in hearing about it and maybe buying a ticket so that one was one that made it, I, I want to say that was in the top 30. Only one of my own episodes made it into the top 40 from 2021. And I don't know why that is. About four episodes from 2022 are in the top 40. So I thought that was very interesting. And I'll put the top 10 episodes in case you want to go back and take a listen. Uh, again, some of them are pretty old. And the, the, one of the ones that is not anywhere near the top 40 was the very first episode. And uh, you'll, hear, you'll hear why when I play the section of just listening coming up. So it's just interesting to hear uh, one of the ones that for the longest time was the top download was an episode about going with Jane to one of her job interviews. She was going to Brooklyn so I think the title was something like a Brooklyn coffee house or coffee shop and something else. And I guess that got, I don't know if it was the word Brooklyn. I don't know if it was the word travel, whatever it is. When I put travel in the title of an episode, it usually does pretty well. When I talk about technology and that's in the title, also does pretty well. But I'm not, I don't want this to, this is not that real blind tech show. <laughs> If you want if you want tech and you're blind, go to that because that's what you want to listen to. First of all, you get a lot of great information from Brian, Ed, Allison, and Janine, but it's also funny, much funnier than this. <laughs> you can find it at blindtechshow.com or that real blind tech show wherever you get podcasts. They're on all the directories. So go check it out if you haven't already. It's just interesting to see sometimes when I come up with the titles. For a while, I was doing keyword research, after I would record an episode, I would think about, okay, what did I mainly speak about in this episode? And then I would go to Uber Suggest, and I would do a keyword search for those things and see what 
might help if I titled it a certain way. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. But it was just interesting to do. And now I now I don't do that. I mean, we were getting to the point where we get plenty of downloads, at least that I'm happy with at this point. And it has grown over the years. I know it's a very niche market with what I'm trying to do, trying to show sighted folks that blind folks can do just about everything they can. Again, we're not going to be driving cars. We're not going to be flying airplanes, at least not yet. I'll list the top 10 downloaded episodes, and that doesn't mean that people listen to them. It just means they were downloaded. I will list the top countries and maybe the bottom ones. <laughs> They'll all be in the show notes. So again, you'll be able to check those out over at the website at iCan'tSeeYou.com. And of course, this one will be iCan'tSeeYou.com slash 200. Now, where is this podcast going moving forward? One of the things that I've talked about fairly frequently here is how blind folks have trouble getting hired for jobs. Sighted folks don't think they could do it. As I mentioned last week and maybe week before when we talked to Harriet Goh, who is a school teacher in the Philadelphia School District, when she showed up to do her student teaching, the principal and the teacher who was going to be training her in the classroom had a meltdown saying that a blind person shouldn't and couldn't do that job. She's been with the school district for 18 years, if I, if I didn't mention that previously. So she obviously got through that discrimination that she dealt with on her very first day of student teaching. But that's what blind folks face when they're looking for a job. In another podcast earlier on, I talked to Erin from White Cane Coffee. She started that because she couldn't find a job. People wouldn't hire her because she was blind. One of the things, and I've had this idea, and I actually mentioned it on a podcast called Aaron's Opinion, which I don't know if the episode is out. I'll have to take a look. I've had this idea for quite a while, and I bought the domain name recently. The idea is doing an episode each week that is more evergreen than one of my episodes. It doesn't have to do with something that happened over the last week to me. I'm going to talk to folks who are business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call them. And that may also include lawyers. Obviously, if you're a lawyer, maybe you're working at a firm. It might not be your firm. Same thing if you're a doctor or an architect or things like that to show that hey, blind folks can do these jobs. The name of that podcast, and it will be on this podcast uh, stream, if you want to call it that. I don't know what you would call it, but it will be part of the I Can't See You podcast. It will be its own separate podcast each week. I don't know what day yet, but that will be something that I record and can have edited and ready to go and schedule so it drops a specific day and that's it. It won't be based on, again, what happened to me in the last several days or this happened to me when I did that. It will just be an interview with someone, an entrepreneur, a professional who is blind. This podcast will be called Blind Bosses and you'll be able to see that at blindbosses.com. That's going to just take you to a section of the I can't see you.com 
website, but there will be a page for just blind bosses, and that's where those podcasts will be, because I know that sighted folks might not be too interested in hearing about a blind entrepreneur. Maybe you will be. And it is something where blind folks might not be interested in what I say each week, but maybe they will be interested in listening to episodes of Blind Bosses. Another thing over the years and the 199 episodes that I've done up until now, a lot of the good episodes as far as downloads go, of course, come when I have a guest. Because when you have a guest, they tell people in their network. So it just expands the chances of folks downloading the episode. It helps the numbers. And I've talked to some great people. Like I mentioned, I, I talked to Aaron and Bob from White Cane Coffee. I've talked to Roy Samuelson. He does described audio for movie and TV shows and things like that. You can hear him all over the place if you listen to uh, anything with audio description. I've had Emily Trepanier, who is a blind snowboarder. I was just so intrigued when Max Ivy sent me <laughs> sent me her name, uh, primarily because I don't know my right from my left very well, and I couldn't imagine going down the side of a mountain <laughs> on a snowboard with somebody saying, go left, go right, go left, kind of like in uh, Better Off Dead when, uh, when they're talking about how to, uh, how lane should go down. You go, go this way, then go that way. If you remember the girl, uh, the French girl who I don't think was actually French. I just couldn't imagine doing that, especially at a competitive level. Uh, so she was on, and I mentioned Max Ivy. Max Ivy was on a couple of times. Max Ivy, as he said in his, uh, little clip from Believe You Can 2022, he is known around the world as the blind blogger. He's been on twice. He's got a few books out. He just won an award for a book that he's written. He was on twice, like I said, once right after I had met him at PodFest. And then when he released a book, I told him I'd have him back on once he released that book. And I think he released that book around nine months after he was on the, the episode the first time. So he's been on a couple of times. And I do get emails from him uh, when he's got some interesting folks to talk to. Uh, if I think it's a good fit, I will... Uh, reach out and uh, and connect with those people. I talked to, uh, I was on a podcast and it hasn't come out yet, Stories of Vision Loss, which I talked about a few weeks ago. Charlotte and I were connected by Max. And I know Max has sent me some other names that I haven't connected with yet, but they are going to be perfect for blind bosses. One of them is a singer that has an album out. I guess her album had just come out when he sent me the info. But another one that I definitely would love to have on so you can hear all the great stuff she is doing. Uh, Jana Jackson, and I mentioned her last week, we had her on White Canes Connect because she's going to be on Believe You Can on the 15th of October. And she is not only a gospel singer that has albums out, but she is also owning her own business, which is a travel agency. And she is also just starting up a 501c3 where she's helping blind folks with technology and get the help and training and support they need that maybe agencies in her area are not doing. And I've talked about that here as well, that BBVS isn't the greatest of agencies. And there's some folks trying to make a change that hopefully within the next year uh, will come about and make it a little bit easier for blind folks in Pennsylvania to get the services they need in a more timely 
fashion than, <laughs> than the, the way they come now. So it's been great speaking to all those people. I look forward to starting up Blind Bosses. I will put something out to start getting some people scheduled. I'm hoping to have the first episodes of Blind Bosses drop in December. The first podcast episode for I Can't See You dropped. I think it's technically December 1st, but I know episode one says November 30th, but I don't think they actually dropped until December 1st of 2018. If you listened all along, I really do appreciate it. If this is your first episode, same thing. I appreciate it. I appreciate you checking it out. And if you've got any questions or comments or show ideas, please reach out 646-926-6350. You have up to three minutes to leave your name in town and your question, your comment, your review, anything you've got to say. That is a place that Dan called and he was the first person to show up on this podcast besides myself or the girl that does the intros. Her name is Laura. And I will put a link to her Fiverr, her Fiverr gigs because that's where I found her on Fiverr. Frank has also reached out on that phone number and had some questions and comments and tips. And I appreciate those as well. I don't know that we've had anybody else. And, I, and I'm sorry, you guys, I don't remember what episodes they were in or I would have found those clips also for Just Listen. You can also reach out on email, I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. And I will run down these once I get done with Just Listen. So this week's Just Listen is going to be a, basically a rewind. And I've got a few clips, not many. I do have the original intro to I Can't See You. And it was back when I was in Studio C, and I had that redone when we moved here into this house, because now it's Studio B. Studio C at the other house was basically a closet that was 4 feet 10 by 5 feet, and had my desk and a whole bunch of groceries in. <laughs> and uh, Studio B here is a proper room, uh, roughly about 10 by 13. It's got three white walls and one, I think it's called rain wall. It's like a, uh, almost a midnight green, kind of bluey green gray. Again, I can't see very well, but that's how it was described to me. I, I think it's called rain. And uh, I think we got it from Home Depot. One wall is that color. It looks great, although I do have uh, some boxes of water in here and still some things that haven't been put away since we moved in two years ago. <laughs> so I've had that new intro for about two years, but I know you remember the other one because you've probably listened to some older episodes over the course of time. So here is the original intro to this very podcast. From Studio C. Welcome to the I Can't See You podcast with David. He can't see, but he's got a lot to say and a face for radio. Now, I know you're curious, what did that first episode sound like? Well, I did an intro like I usually do now. Now I use the intro mostly to support the Keystone chapter or some other event that might be going on. And I sometimes use it around the holidays. I'm sure I'll try to push my Amazon link so that when you do buy something from Amazon over the holiday season or coming up on uh, October 11th and 12th, the, uh, the second Prime Day, I'd appreciate it if you used my Amazon link, icansee.com slash Amazon. Anything that you buy using that link, 
I get a small commission. It doesn't cost you anything more, and I really would appreciate that. But in the beginning, I primarily used the intro to tell you what was going to come up in that episode. And so that was the first part of episode one. But here is the very open, after the intro, from I Can't See You, episode one. Thanks for joining me and welcome to episode one of the I Can't See You podcast. This is something I've been looking forward to doing for almost a year now and tried back in September of last year to get things going, but I was having trouble with the computer that I had at the time and finally I've got a new computer and I am ready to roll and tell you a little about myself in this episode. My last part of Just Listen is the first time I had a guest on this podcast that wasn't Dan. Like I said, Dan called in very early on to ask a question, and but that wasn't quote-unquote live. I didn't talk to him. It was a voicemail, which you could do by calling 646-926-6350. This is the first in-studio guest from I Can't See You. And of course, it was Liz. <laughs> And she was talking with me about our trip to Las Vegas and some of the issues we had with the airlines getting there and some of the things that we did while we were in Vegas. Here's the first words uttered live on tape <laughs> from Studio B. Well, it was Studio C. Here's Liz. Hi, everybody. Now, that was obviously a very short clip. And I do have one more clip. And I found this and I laughed when I heard this part as I was listening to the episode when I was trying to figure out what clip from Liz was I going to use as part of Just Listen for episode 200. And then I heard this gem. Oh, you're right. You're right. Now, of course, you know why I played that. I played that because that's something I don't hear very often. <laughs> and I wanted to have it out there. So now everybody heard. Every once in a while, I am right. Every once in a while. Not often, but every once in a while. And she admitted it right there, back on episode 32. <laughs> so there it was. This week's Just Listen. Again, if this was your first episode, thank you for listening. If you've been a longtime listener, I do appreciate you for really putting up with me for all those episodes. Thank you so much. Again, reach out, 646-926-6350. Questions, comments, show ideas, whatever you've got. A review, what you like, what you don't like, whatever. Please reach out, 646-926-6350. Also reach out on email, I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you've got, please let me know. Let me hear from you. And again, you can also reach out on socials, at David Benj, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Show notes, as I previously mentioned, can be found at the website, icantseeyou.com slash 200. Remember, I Can't See You sounds like a whole sentence. It's only seven characters long. I-C-A-N-T-C-U dot com slash 200. And I should mention that both C's in I Can't See You and the U at the end of I Can't See You are all capitalized. And people have asked me, why do you do it that way? When you do it all lowercase and you're using a screen reader or voiceover on your phone, it says, I can't coo. But when you capitalize the C, it reads it as another word. So I tend to capitalize words within domain names because I know if somebody's reading with a screen reader, 
it will say it properly if you capitalize the first letters of each word. For example, when Brian was sending the links to blindtechshow.com once it launched, he didn't capitalize the... <laughs> He didn't capitalize the first letter of each of the words. So it came out something like blind tech shall or blind to shall. And everybody wondered what that meant. <laughs> but when you capitalize the B, the T, and the S, it comes out blindtechshow.com. And that's why I do it that way. So I can't see you.com slash 200. If you went to the show notes there, and there will be links, some of them affiliate links. And again, I appreciate anything you click on there. And if you make a purchase, thank you very much. But this has been episode 200 of I Can't See You. Thank you so much for listening. Be well, stay safe, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the I Can't See You podcast with David. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends.